everyone. It's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce the Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at livenation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches live and in person in DC. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches live in DC. Get your tickets now at livenation.com. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the best world athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10. We're going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on and time to get going. Hey guys, so welcome back to the show. So today is another solo episode and um, I'm actually currently recording in bed. Not like I'm feeling bad, it's just more that like Sean's actually off to a business meeting and he's, you know, gone for a bit and yesterday I couldn't go to to the office to record it because the day before I was like, I went to the office to shoot some content for Instagram. So it has been like such a crazy week. So I was like, but I had all the stuff that I written down for this episode. And so I was like, okay, I can just do it tomorrow morning. And hence, I'm in bed right now. Also, because there's a lot of cushion stuff next to me. And I'm hoping that my uh, audio will be much better. Uh, There is something I didn't share with anyone. But honestly, it's not a big deal so much. Because I also didn't get like good reputation from the company. Um... I entered to this like podcast competition a um, couple months ago and I didn't get it, which is like totally fine because I also heard from one of my guests actually that like it's not really a good company to be a part of anyways. So not the point, but I'm just saying like the people they picked for the podcast, like the finalists, all had like the most amazing audio. So I was just like... Okay, like they, le- I'm being serious. Like they legit sound like they were in a studio, and not like in a studio that's like cheap. Like studio was like literally just their sound, and like it's just so crisp. You know, like when you watch like your know, shows on your TV, and you know some shows like you can obviously see some sort of blur or just like it's like you know it's high quality, but it's not that great. But you know there are some shows it's like it almost feels like 4k in case like most of you guys don't know it's like you can see all the wrinkles all the small bits of details because it's so high definition that is what it felt like so i was like okay i guess it makes sense but it's also like kind of disappointed me to think that because the entire point of them choosing the podcast is because like these podcast people or the the 
podcast need help obviously to growing their business or just you know getting an equipment not even equipment or like having access to the studio and stuff like that right so it was just surprising to me that they chose the people who already have access to that that just seems kind of unfair anyways and not today's topic but i just wanted to mention that something that i wanted to do for this podcast but it is all right i'm actually working um couple options to do a studio maybe not for every episode um because i feel like i would want to do it but at the same time i feel like it wouldn't make sense for me to go to the studio if, if i'm by myself recording it would have been nice if i had like my intern like i used to have or an assistant or something or someone or not even an assistant like actually more like a producer or something that who would be with me and we can like bounce each other some ideas while we are recording Otherwise, I would most likely going to be doing the studio recordings with guests whenever I have them um, because I actually in talk with Shopify because I do have actually a business with Shopify. Well, I'm pretty sure most people have businesses with Shopify and they recently opened their Shopify New York and I actually visited there because I had like a business coaching session with one of the community managers uh, for my business, Merce & Co. And uh, I had a chat with them, but I also had, like, I initially also told them, like, I wanted to check out their podcast studio. And it's so, it's pretty cute. Like, the sp- entire space is pretty cute, and podcast studio looks very professional, so I do definitely want to try it at one point uh, with guests. I just have to arrange some details. Um, I'm pretty sure most of you guys might agree with this too is like I just really miss maybe you guys don't care so much because you listen to the audio but I also do want to make the like they call it podcast you know video podcast version too because in case you guys don't know because I rarely say anything because I learned so many things about myself uh, during my business coaching not just about my own business not just about me I mean my business but like myself overall uh, that like I like don't do it or don't say it because I just keep assuming that people would just know that I'm like how would they know if I don't tell them so because I also created a YouTube channel for this podcast but right now it's just essentially the like audio version that you are hearing right now just on YouTube it's like it has this podcast cover photo and everything this audiogram but it's just audio and there's no video because honestly like I feel like it will be so boring if it's just me being in a video unless I make it like a YouTube video so anyways different story what I'm saying is like I have been seeing myself what trying to listen or watch more like podcast like on YouTube versus just listening to the podcast I feel like there are certain podcasts that I would definitely listen to uh especially if i'm doing something but i also want to watch it because it's it definitely feels so different that's why i do want to do the studio recordings because i will have a video that i can put on youtube so it will be really fun um i'm definitely working on that to see how that will come to life uh it's just because um maybe i'm speaking too soon but the circle i know also, the people that I know most in New York is like they're so like everyone is now kind of used to doing like what is, you know, like Zoom and like online and everything. It's just so hard to get people actually do something in person. So 
I'm pretty sure like I can totally find people to do online but when it comes to do in person like I'm not 100% sure so I have to really like know how I can do that and not even like get people convinced that because I it's so common like in other areas like in LA like in other part of the country you know people are still doing so much in-person stuff but I have to be honest in New York people are still like zoom online oh I can't come or I don't want to come which is like I don't blame them but like it's also me you know I don't want to do it either so I totally get that but I feel like I do want to bring that back because since I have the opportunity and those things can be better I feel like in-person meetings in-person stuff definitely feels so different than zoom meetings uh, especially professionally too I feel like it's just not the same I don't know how to explain it but it's just really not the same which brings me back to today's topic. Uh, that's why I wish that like I had this topic actually with a guest. But maybe I can do a follow-up version of this topic with a guest, with a really cool guest that could, you know, potentially explain more. I initially saw this actually. I mean, I have always wanted to talk about this, but I initially saw this from one of the YouTube videos. Someone was talking about it, imposter syndrome. Um, it sounds like so serious. Whenever I hear any word that ends with syndrome, I'm like, okay. But it is serious in, in a way, but it's also not like disease in that way. That's what I'm trying to say. So um, we are going to get into it today. Um, because I think I, like, I'm only saying this not because, like, I feel like I have accomplished many things. I mean, I have accomplished things, but I there are many times in my life I always feel like an imposter like like I'm a fraud that I made it in so many ways that to get to where I am right now um I mean I do joke a lot like quite a bit uh, about myself my life my career um I don't know my circle I joke quite a bit and um that's the time actually uh because I actually had this um I don't know this uh like discussion with one of my guests earlier uh her name is Lara Lara Yordelian um most of you guys probably have heard of her at pretty connected um if you go back to one of the episodes we were talking about it yeah I would make these jokes about like how I am not good enough or how I suck or like I'm such a failure but like I would make it in like such funny way that people would think it's so funny and um, I would do this, I, I used to do this quite a bit, like self-deprecating jokes, like all the time. That's another thing, we will definitely talk about it. But I was, I'm talking more about like the, these jokes that I would talk, that would refer more back to the, my success or the way that I did things, uh, especially business-wise. And yeah, people would always find it so funny. Like even nowadays, like whenever I make these jokes about like, myself and I like crying myself like legit people would find it super funny and even like there's one video on my I think I post on TikTok but I also post it on Instagram I think it's like now over 10,000 views about like how I haven't accomplished like or how LA hasn't called me or whatever and it's like me crying or whatever and yeah I mean deep down like <laughs> um yeah I, it was funny but deep down is like it hurts like not I'm being honest like it feels some days like you're like 
well, like, am I a fraud? Like, am I even, did I even accomplish anything? Um, it's that, you know, I guess that is the imposter syndrome. Although maybe you have, although you have accomplished things and that's not a maybe. That's why I want to clarify. Actually, I am saying this because I'm mostly talking about myself, but, uh, as I am, you know, I want this episode to be for everyone. Uh, if you are ever feeling like an imposter, there is like a high chance, very, very high chance that you have accomplished so many things in your life that you're not seeing it. Um, it's not that you haven't. So you might be thinking like that because I did some research and actually uh, imposter syndrome was first coined in 1978 uh, by a psychologist. Pauline Rose Chance and Suzanne Imes, um, who both have PhDs, uh, they were saying that imposter syndrome, the term, describes symptoms that include being unable to internalize accomplishments and being afraid of being exposed as a fraud. Um, and I guess that's true, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I say this from myself is that like so many times whenever I... Um, I guess got something towards the end then I was like how did that even happen like how did I get my way there like it I always felt like a fraud um even some days like I feel like that too like even when it comes to my life or social media because I feel like we ourselves I have said this many times we are the biggest critics of ourselves (laughs) like we judge ourselves the hardest um, obviously there are many things that could be like attached to it, but in this specific perspective, I'm talking more about our accomplishments. We don't see our accomplishment as like big things sometimes. Even I feel like sometimes like our small ones, we don't see it as big. I will say where my, uh, where my uh, imposter syndrome is coming from then maybe some of you guys can relate and, um, I don't know, make it, uh, I mean, get something out of it, I hope. I think biggest thing for me that started, I uh, me starting to feel like that, actually, I mean, I had issues, I always had issues with my parents uh, since I was, I was a kid, like, always. It was never the time that I didn't feel like I had issues because... Um, I have said this in a bunch of episodes, I think in the earlier episodes, whenever I had like, I don't know, good grades or decent grades, I guess like it was even good, but like maybe it wasn't good for them. Um, I, I mean, I always felt, I felt accomplished, right? Like in that initial moment, I was like, wow, I got this or I got hundred or I got maybe not sometimes not hundred, but sometimes I got 95 or I got 85 out of hundred, you know, on my tests and stuff like that. Right. And I was really expecting that my parents would say, um, I don't know, I am proud of you. Right. Or I, I support you, stuff like that, you know. Um, I just didn't get that, you know, like with my mom, it was very different story because she's like, oh, okay, well, you should have like, you know, she was expecting that I should have got it anyways. With my dad, because he was so busy all the time, he would smile and say yes, but that was just it. You know, there was no, nothing that felt sincere. 
And let me tell you, these were just the beginnings. Uh, ever since then, um, every time that I've had accomplishments in life, even the small ones, I tried to hide them or I tried to never even say anything about it because I was like, well, no one is celebrating with me and I'm okay, you know. Maybe I will keep it, keep it in until I have bigger ones, then I will say it, right? And uh, truth is, like, and it was a time, like, you know, this started very early, right? Then when I was, I think, 17 or 16, you know, when I was uh, applying to colleges and I got, like, good offers and scholarships, right? And I was really hoping that, like, you know, they would really congratulate and, like, kind of, like, be proud of me. Um, again, didn't get that from my parents. And other thing was uh, because I spent quite a bit time with my aunt afterwards when I was starting college. No, right, bef- right before I was starting college. And I was really hoping that maybe I would get that from someone else, like someone like my aunt. And um, again, that didn't happen either because when I was trying to get scholarships and everything from colleges and even the good opportunities I had, then she was like, are they even good school? Like, why would they give you scholarship? Like, she was always doubting me that like, oh, maybe it's because it was so easy and that's why I got it. Like, whatever I got it, it wasn't good and that's why I got it. So, again, I feel like all these things kind of embedded into my brain over the years from my parents, from my aunt. And now that, like, I'm in my mid-20s, it's like, I'm like, like, that. I feel that same way. Although I'm trying to get away from it, but it's very hard. You know, that's why I'm even saying this in this podcast is that, like, if very serious series of events like this happen to you there's a high chance that you feel like an imposter because people made you feel like your accomplishments means nothing or your accomplishments are so small that there is need there is no need for you to um what is it celebrate or there's no need for you to feel good about it and that affects you you know like uh, as much as we don't want to accept it it does really affect us it brings this uh chronic self-doubt about ourselves and then we start to feel like we are unqualified for success then i don't know more things lead to another and we are like over preparing for things uh so that maybe we can always get more done or we can always look better in our lives and sometimes actually we also procrastinate because you're like well what's the point you know like um what is really the point you know like then if you're whatever it is you're going to accomplish is not going to be uh accepted by people or deep down is also maybe not going to be accepted by you that hurts because I think um, there's a couple things I'm learning now that like um, I want to say <laughs> so that I hope that also is helpful for many of you guys. There are people that might not celebrate or that might not accept your accomplishments. And that is totally fine because people are just people, you know, not everyone is going to accept it or uh, see your truth, I guess. But you are the first person you should be accepting what you accomplished and what you did to get through that. Because if 
you are you don't yourself uh, it's going to be so hard for you to accept that from other people because sad thing is yeah I said all these things about my parents and my aunt right but I I let that happen because I didn't account I didn't celebrate my own accomplishments first if I felt accomplished deep down myself I wouldn't give a crap about what my aunt thought of or what my parents thought of um, because deep down I know I accomplished it and I know I'm so proud of myself uh, that's why it comes within ourselves that like we have to think about that like oh well I accomplished this it, it might be small but I did it I I don't know maybe spent too many hours doing this or I don't know I didn't sleep at night or I contacted so many places I didn't do a lot of things that week or that day because of what I wanted to accomplish but you did it anyway right that's an accomplishment. You have to see. I think sometimes we only look at the results for many things. I'll be like, oh, okay, I just got it. But do you see what you have to do to get through that or get that? That's a lot of things you have to do to get through that. So I feel like we sometimes just like cover that up or make it look so small, but it's not. It really isn't. And that's why it actually because of we feel like a fraud and imposter, it prevents us from pursuing new challenges and opportunities in our lives. Because when you feel, that's the thing with, I guess, opportunities too, is that like, if you feel unaccomplished about certain things, then you're not going to pursue new things because you're like, well, what's the point, right? Because you're like, well, I did this thing. It didn't work out. Why should I try again? Right? Like, it just makes you feel so unmotivated about many things. And that's why it's important that, like, I keep saying this again, but I just know that it's very important. Um, just the very tiny things that you got it done or you accomplished, uh, you have to make yourself believe at least. Well, let's try to make yourself believe that you did it. You did it, now move on to something else bigger or something better. Uh, because deep down, we sometimes don't see the difference between the reality because we mix up this perception of reality. Because there's reality, then there's our perception of reality. And that gets that gets mix, mixed up a couple times. Well, I'm saying a couple times, probably a lot that like we don't want to see the reality because from outside some strangers might see things very differently and that's probably what's the what what is the reality that's why i was mentioning the shopify in the beginning because when i had the meeting with the business about my business the community manager said so many things that felt like a good thing I mean, there are also things that I definitely need to fix, but like so many things he said as a good thing that I was, I like didn't see it. Maybe I needed someone to tell me, like some strangers to tell me because it's easy for friends, family, and I don't know, significant other to tell you good things, right? 
But deep down, you don't believe that. I'm being honest. Maybe some people do, but I don't because all I know is like those people love you. So they're biased. Like they're always going to probably sugarcoat things to you. I mean, as much as you ask them to be, you know, completely honest, they don't want to hurt you. Right. So they're probably not going to be super, super honest. But strangers, you know, they don't know you. So that's why I appreciated that. Like they told me, I mean, he told me like the things that I was missing from business. And that kind of like bring me back to the reality. Then like what I need to think about. And I just really needed that. That's why I feel like sometimes you really need that from strangers to understand that you actually accomplished things and you have a potential to do more. A um, couple more things I actually did research about, and this is something that, like, I think it's cool, like, technique that they are calling it. But at the same time, I'm also pretty sure that this is very hard to do as well. It sounds easy in theory because they call this STOP technique. It's, uh, it's ref- like, it's an acronym. Uh, it refers to as silence the oppressive player, meaning that, like, negative behavior in your... Um, within yourself because you know the times that when we feel like we are not enough and we tend to you know it's like when we don't feel enough and when we don't feel good we tend to put ourselves down like we already feel down then we put ourselves down even more like it's almost like this it's like this i I, there was a word for it i just forgot i mean not the word there's like a saying for that like when you are suffering or when someone is wounded, you don't kick them, right? Like you try to help them. But that's something we do to ourselves that we don't even realize. It's like you're wounded or you're struggling to walk and you just keep kicking yourself over and over until you just can't. And that's exactly what this oppressive player is. So it's like this negative behavior is. It's like you know you're not feeling good instead of trying to help yourself to get up and so you can do better or you can do more things. You just keep kicking yourself to the ground uh, that, you know, you're like, fuck me. Like, I can't do this. And that's why you have to have this mantra for yourself or they calling this lunch sentence that you can come back to the reality because what you are doing, the kicking yourself in the butt when you're not doing good, um, it's not a reality because in reality you don't do that. You know, in reality you have when you don't feel good, you have to keep telling yourself that like, well, you did enough and that is enough because one sentence we always tell ourselves is that like. We are not enough. We just suck at things. That's not true. Like there are so many times in our lives I feel like we feel like we have not done enough. But when you look at from the perspective, you're like, wow, I have done things. You just don't want to look at it. And that's why you need this sentence, like some sort of a mantra you have to find for yourself that like that could bring you back to reality when you're in that negative space. It's going to be very hard for you to pull yourself back. I know this from myself is that like it's um it's a vicious cycle. Like it's not um it's not good and it's not easy. It sounds easy to just say this sentence to yourself, this mantra to yourself so you can bring yourself back to reality, but it's not. It's like you're trying 
to rewire your brain so that that negative tape that doesn't play in your head over and over uh, so that like things like that or that negative player that's in your within yourself it's probably gonna come back I'm not you know gonna say it's not going to but at least if you have that mantra you can bring yourself back to reality not uh, you know suffer in your sorrows all the time and lastly, that I want to connect this with um, the imposter syndrome, because I think there's, I think, so many things that is connected, feeling like an imposter. And one of them is actually to do with fear or humility. I think um, I have thought of this quite a bit, actually, because I think so many times when we feel like an imposter is because we are afraid of something. We are afraid. We are either afraid of success, or we are afraid that like it won't happen. That like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flop and it will suck. Like I'm not gonna be able to accomplish anything. And it's true. Like, I mean, there are so many things you can do wrong, and it will suck. I think we have to kind of like understand that at one point in our life is that like um life is just full of failures but also successes but it's always up and down you know like it's not like just one straight line that's gonna take us to places it's not it's very hard like it's not going to take us to places all the time and that's why like we have to take chances to you know understand to see where we can go and where we cannot go, but we need help. That's the uh, reality. And other thing that is connected to it is like sometimes we feel like maybe if we accomplish things and we are not going, sometimes I feel like you feel like you're not being humble or you, you're going to look like you're bragging about things. That's something I feel like sometimes too. Is that like I don't ever want to be a person that is like bragging about like I have this I have done that I have done that like I don't want to be that person but I also don't want to be that person that's like oh I haven't accomplished anything you know what I mean like I really am trying to just find a balance I feel like that's what I'm trying to come at with this is that like I want like I want to feel worthy without feeling like I'm entitled it's like I am trying to find a balance, and I'm pretty sure so many of people, so many people who feel like an imposter, they're trying to feel, they're trying to find a balance too, because you don't want to feel like, like you want to accept that like you had accomplishments and you're going to accomplish more, but you also don't want to sound like you are bragging about pe- about your accomplishments. You want to be humble, and truth is, it's very hard. It's very hard to find the balance in between. Only thing is like sometimes I think you just have to at certain occasions and certain places you have to sound confident or even fake fake the confidence. Like there are so many times you know in business that I know is that like most of it is all about faking it. Because sometimes in businesses especially when you're trying to ask for money or trying to do partnership with businesses, right? It's hard. 
it's hard to be humble because venues some people like humble some people don't it, because it's it's not personal it really isn't personal it's more business because when they see someone as humble right yeah that's a good behavior or good characteristics for you as a person as a business they don't feel that they want to get they want to see confidence in you so they're like oh he can sell he can bring us money that's what they care and that's what i'm saying like that's truth is like sometimes you have to look like a entitled person during meetings not in like a rude way but in a way that like you're so confident with yourself or with your business so people can give you money that's just the truth i feel like sometimes being humble being too nice is not cutting it at least that's what i have uh, learned so far i have been trying so hard to connect with a bunch of businesses for my business so i can potentially do collaborations and stuff like that um and they have been dead ends not like dead ends like saying that like oh they just straight up told me no but they just didn't get back to me and i have followed up a couple times nothing so these are some of the things i have learned so i'm just saying that like i'm definitely going to try more with different places we'll let you guys know how that goes but from what I'm seeing is that like you definitely have to um, fake it at least um, in the business. You know, they, they really don't say fake it till you make it for no reason. <laughs> and I'm being serious. All right, guys. So that was the episode for today. And I know there are so many ups and downs in this episode, but that's essentially a part of feeling like an imposter. I think it, it is really like that. Is that like feeling like accomplished, then also feeling not accomplished. Essentially feeling like that. So I know it's very uh, complex feeling and it's very hard to describe. And that's why I wanted to put in this episode the complexity and the ways to get out of it. And hopefully that will help many of you guys as well. And I hope you guys like this episode. And if you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm very big at your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye.